0: Wayne Bremmett here with Allie Alvarego, schoolandertalk.com. Allie, great
1: to be with you today. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. And we, we didn't get to do a call last week because you were busy. I was busy, and we took a break from a class uh, from our uh, our show. But uh, we're back, as always. What episode is this? 260-something? 257. Wow. Crazy. That's a lot of stuff. You and I talk a lot. <laughs> That I guess.
0: I don't know. if it's, it's over time. I don't feel like it's
1: accumulative, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And uh, you're back at your house, uh, I, I see. Um, you've been yes, so I got of the at, at right? the dojo. Yeah. Right? You've been at your I dojo doing all the calls, doing all that, like working so much, busy, you know, more than ever. So it's cool to see you got a little bit of time to be at your house.
0: I, I am. I'm back in my home office uh, and uh, it's nice because I've got a window that's right here and so I, you know, I got some natural sunlight. Obviously, when I was operating out of the studio, I, I didn't have that natural light, you know what I mean? And that was that was horrible. I mean, yeah, it yeah. affect me too much, uh, but it, um, it's back it, it, in my it, it home
1: office uh, and uh, it's nice. nice. Oh, yeah, you I'm Yeah, sorry. I, I, turned, I turned it on. I normally mute it and I hit the mute, but, and then it started to play the audio, so I could see what we're, we're producing on Facebook. You know, watch us live in delay.
0: And unbeknownst to you, this is the first time I'm also broadcasting live on our YouTube channel as well, so School and our Talk oh, wow. YouTube channel. Uh, the the, uh, the live system that we use now has the ability, and it has for maybe about a month or so, but has the ability to do simulcasting. So we're on wow. YouTube and also... Uh, the Facebook Live.
1: That's fantastic. So that's good. So we don't have to now make more videos and do more time. It just goes right up live on the page. So and um, so it's a, it's a YouTube Live video. Yes. That's very cool. Well, our sponsors are going to be happy. That's right. <laughs> they're going to be yes, getting absolutely. even more plugs. So it's interesting. Before we started chatting, you and I started talking about, you know, what's going on in our lives. And we were talking about, you know, Um, the comeback, right? And, uh, you know, again, I don't know about you, but, you know, there's still that little bit of underlying fear that, you know, you always hear, oh, you know, the SUNY colleges are shutting down and SUNY Cortland and they're, you know, back to remote viewing and some schools are shutting down and states are going into a shutdown mode. However, in one good thing for me in my area, I went to my doctor for a checkup about a week or so ago and they said they hadn't had a case of COVID Um, in probably since June, they said, or July. So that's in that one particular office. So in our state, it's been much better. Um, That's my good buddy, Solomon Brenner, very high-end, highly successful. Do you know Solomon? He's a great guy, Dwayne. No, I haven't met him. He owns Action Karate, and he actually is uh, an author, and he wrote a really phenomenal book years and years ago called Black Belt Parenting. And it was all about the okay. lessons of the martial arts into parenting. And uh, at one point I was buying them and giving them out to my parents in the dojo. It's such, it's such a good book. Um, but anyway, so back to, back to what I was saying before I so easily got sidetracked, um, uh, you know, we were talking about how the comeback, you know, like, and I was saying like, um, I, this is a news that I'm just able to release as of now, but um, lo and behold, my next door neighbor at my headquarters school, and I've been there this November 9th for 20, was 29 years. This November 9th would have been 29 years in one location.
0: Um,
1: my next door neighbor offered, and has been bugging me and pestering me to buy my building. Um, and uh, I finally said, you know what? I think now's the time to do it. So I'm moving my headquarters school and combining my two schools together. They're literally 12 or 13 minutes apart. Um, and... Uh, um, whatever students are going to transfer over, which night, a good percentage of them that are training, actively training through the COVID and, and, and new members are transferring over and now we're going to have one location. And um, I did it mainly because uh, I just wanted to, like, simplify my life a little and make my life a little easier, um, not have to worry about what, God forbid, what happens if COVID hits, maintaining two schools and paying two taxes and all that stuff. So um, it's kind of bittersweet. I'm going through this really emotional time. It's almost like, it's almost like mourning the loss of, of a family member. I mean, I've literally my whole life, every day, four or five days a week, sometimes seven, I've spent building that school, teaching at that school, being with my students, and people have grown up in that school. In fact, my attorney that did the closing on the building, his kid started with me when he was three. And he's now, he's also one of my attorneys. And um, he's now an adult who's, who trained with me there his whole life. So the, the attorney was like, it makes me sad. I almost wanted to cry hearing that you're not going to be there anymore. You know, so it's a kind of an emotional thing for me. And uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to mentally adjust to it.
0: Yeah. So uh, what is our topic today? You you, uh, you wanted to talk about some quick review of systems and, and, uh, you know, kind of revisiting your school on on the business rules and protocols and those type of things?
1: Yeah, I think it's a good topic because I think now more than ever, we have a little bit of a reset where we can possibly um, take the time now to adjust the things that may not have been perfect for us, in other words. Like, so for me, my leadership team, I love to teach my leadership team. I normally do it every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. So that means I'm up every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. and I make it to the school and, and then I teach that
0: program. It, it quickly explain what your leadership team is. It's the individuals yeah. that
1: are learning how to teach. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's more than that. My TLCD, I call it, Team Leadership Character Development Program, and then my ICP program, Instructor Training Program, is a, a Saturday class of one hour. And I have uh, curriculums that I teach that are on personal development. All the things that I've ever learned from all the gurus out there, Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar, you know, all the guys that we all look up to. And then I teach seminars and classes for the month, themed monthly uh, lesson plans on uh, goal setting, time management, time slicing, you know, public speaking. And then we break down how to teach, you know, break people out of their out of their um, shyness, and we teach them how to present, and the, the structure of a class, and and how to actually train and teach on the floor. Um, but we also do different projects to get them to understand. And I've done cool things like um, making up your own business, you know, in theory, and you know, starting an internet business, and how to how to market it, and how to promote it, and do all these really cool things. So that they're learning so much more. So anyway. I was doing that every Saturday, and um, it was only I only did a $50 a month upgrade, so I was literally making $12.50 a class, you know, of course, times, you know, the 20 or so it's members, but I thought, sure. yeah, but I thought I said, you know what, maybe I could uh, change the structure on that and do it where we do two Saturdays, so I get to sleep in for an hour, you know, whoopee, right, one hour on a Saturday. And then um, and then do the classes. Each individual would get personal instruction, and they'll come in and help teach. And we'll be in their ear, instructing them on how to teach and getting them out out of their um, out of their uh, you know funk or shyness. And um, Sensei Brendan uh, Brenner said, uh, "Do you charge for these classes?" And I said, "Yes, I do. I charge fifty dollars a month. Now it's two days uh, on two Saturdays, and then the rest of them are within their classroom. So when they show up." They get to lead drills, they get to learn drills, and we're in their ear giving them personal coaching and instruction. So I decided that was something that I wanted to change. I wanted to make it easier on the students. They didn't always have to get up that early on a Saturday, and also on myself. Um, good question. He asked another great question. He wrote, uh, do they get jobs after? A, a good majority, I won't hire people to teach in my school unless they've been through my leadership team, number one. Um, If they join leadership team and they quit leadership team, I still won't hire them because they're not staying up on the material. So if they're a leadership team member, most of them have become part-time instructors or they they are assistant instructors and they get a job. It's not guaranteed. Not everyone does it so that they can be instructors, but I will utilize them for my birthday parties, for my after-school programs if I ever have them, for special events and things of that nature. So they always do have an opportunity to help learn and also make some money. So every, my main instructor um, is now uh, is now with me for 17 years. He started off in, as a regular student in my leadership team, and now he does it for a full-time living. And 90% of my guys that did it full-time went through my instructor training program. So that answered that, that question for him. So, yeah, so, so I reevaluated, right? and that was my main purpose, and I kind of, I'm looking at everything. You know, I, I did raise my prices as well. Um, not a lot for for people who are brand new. They don't even know that there's a price increase because we're way cheaper right. than a lot of the other schools that are out there still. Um, but uh, but for the members that and I gave my old members, I grandfathered them in for another year so that they're not getting a price increase. So it's only new members coming in. But but and I have to honestly say. They're not batting an eyelash, and it's a fifteen dollar increase of what I used to charge. But um, the new members are like, "Oh, that's still cheap. That's a great price." And I charge one forty five for my basic program, one sixty nine for my Black Belt Club, um, two twenty five for my Elite Masters Elite program.
0: Yeah, so, and I do. Uh, I just raised my prices as well. So we went from one forty nine a month, and and, and uh, I went to uh, a big price raise, raise to one uh, fifty six twenty three. Oh, okay. Why do you do the 23? Uh, well, you and I both know with uh, with the, that book that I bought you, you know, negotiating, never split the difference, is to give an exact amount and make it an odd amount. And meaning not odd that it's got to be a one, a three, a five, a seven, or a nine, but uh, it needs to be a, 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 a number that it looks like you actually did your homework, and uh, what the program actually cost. So I decided to raise the price to $156.23. And,
1: and by then, the way, the book you mentioned you bought for me was probably the best gift you could have ever given a guy like me, Dwayne. I've, no, joke, no joke, right now at this point, I've used the techniques in that book to probably say even a family member had uh, one of my, my fiancé's mom had a legal bill that she got for like readjusting her will, and the guy charged me, like twenty nine hundred dollars for this adjustment. So I I called the guy up and I negotiated through the techniques of this book, and it's really not finagling anything in any way, shape, or form. Um, I was able to negotiate that bill to nine hundred dollars. So can you imagine, I saved her $2,000, never split the difference, negotiating as if if your life depends on it by Chris Voss. And I've also taken his um, virtual seminar, which was uh, off of the master class, and I did his training where he literally teaches hostage negotiation tactics to negotiate. And um, it, it, it's just amazing. It's just simple questions that you'll ask your people, like, do you think that that's fair? Like, I... People who are trying to rip me off or beat me out of money, I'll ask them that question. I'm like, do you think that that's fair, that you're, you don't want to pay? And they'll say, well, what do you mean? And I'll go, well, do you think it's fair that I should take the brunt of it all, or do you think it would be fair for you to give me something? You know, and then now you're pushing it in their corner. And, uh, and they usually come back with a fair deal, something that I'm willing to accept because they understand that what they're doing was not at all fair. That's one of his techniques in the book. It's just amazing. So anyway, everyone who's listening, um, you should do it. So, so keep going. You we were talking so, yeah, I was about the Yeah, so I, uh, I
0: I raised the price to one fifty six twenty three, dollars um, And then I also created an option for people to pay weekly. So if they want to pay weekly as opposed to monthly or bi monthly, they can do the weekly. And uh, the weekly is $37 a week. Well, that comes out by the end of the year. We're going to make about $50 more uh, on that. Uh, student, so they are paying a, a slight bit more for doing weekly payments. Uh, so we did switch to uh, that option as well. I think then, it's way more ahead, than sorry. that.
1: I think it's way more than that, Dwayne, because if you do it monthly, that's for uh, uh, 12 months, 12 payments. But if you do it weekly, it's 52 payments, right? So if you divide 52 by, so like. How many months have an extra week in them? There's like five months that you get an extra payment. Well, it really comes out to be. Uh, so I, if you take one fifty six twenty
0: three times twelve divided by fifty two, that comes out to be uh, thirty six dollars and five cents. So I went ahead and just made it thirty seven bucks even. So by the end right. of the year, you know we're making about fifty bucks more off of that person. um well, okay. I, 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 I do have a few people that have taken that option because you know uh, thirty-seven dollars a week sounds less than one hundred fifty-six bucks and twenty-three yeah. cents a month.
1: Right. So, uh, Mr. Brennan said, uh, Brennan said uh, four extra payments. So it's it's pretty awesome, right? Um, yeah. That little that alone is just a smart thing, and it gives people the option of wanting to uh, you know wanting to pay how they feel comfortable.
0: Yeah, so well, that's switched cool.
1: into that. We did have uh, – or we do have um,
0: an upgrade. Uh, you know, we, we – uh, we, our leadership – or, so, yeah, our leadership has always been there, and that's always been $20 more per month. Um, so now with it being fifty six twenty three, of course, then it's going to be, you know, uh, one, one, uh, 176 23 yeah. for that. And then we have our storm team, which is kind of like what your instructor training program is. Um, right. and our storm team is uh is, is just ten dollars more per month, but you have to be in leadership first before you can actually be uh you know allowed into so that'll that'll bump that uh to rather than uh one seventy nine. Of course that's because that's what it is right now. If you're doing leadership yeah. you're cause it used to be the price used to be one one forty nine for the regular, twenty bucks for leadership would be put you at one sixty nine and then ten bucks more for the storm is one seventy nine. Um, so now, of course, we've just upped the, 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 the STORM team a little bit as well. Um, and oh, that's cool. Our STORM team is done a little bit differently, where uh, I actually have everything done online. And so we, we do in-person training, uh, or excuse me, in-person testing once a month. So they have a curriculum that they're learning online for that whole month, and then they have to test online, pass that test online, and then come in and do a physical test. So, for instance, if in that curriculum they're teaching, let's say, low block, middle punch, front kick, uh, attention stance, bow, ready stance, you know, front stance, and then horse stance, then they have to okay. come in and, and teach us how they would teach that, and they have to pass that right. as well physically, and that's just a 15-minute private lesson, and then, you know, they, they get graduated to the next level. Uh, and that program yeah. is a two-year program. Um, and then we do meet, uh, prior to covid uh, but now we're getting back into it. We do meet quarterly for two hours on um, yeah. either a Friday night uh, or a Saturday morning. And so that's our, our team-building time. We'll do team-building exercises and stuff.
1: Excellent. So so you made adjustments on that as well to to fit your needs. And, and the reason why I asked that question is, is I think that, you know, that whole saying, which was kind of it, it irks me when I hear it in context of COVID, but it's more like a, the new normal, right? So, like, with my leadership team, I had a bunch of my, and it's always my families that have been with me a while, they bailed on the leadership team because I went from two days a week on four days a weekends on, you know, four Saturdays to two. So they're like, you're going to charge the same price. Um, I have a friend that I taught his leadership team in his martial arts school, and he does one class a month for one hour, and he charged $85 for the class. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, some of the parents that were actually complaining that they were only getting two classes a month, they do private lessons with one of my instructors and pay $85 for the hour. And I said, like, isn't that funny how, how they'll pay a private lesson $85, but for me, Ali Alberigo, um, 52 years of experience, eighth degree black belt, founder of the system, God forbid I want twelve fifty or $25 per class. Like, it's weird how people put it in context. So. Um, through COVID, I've come to the realization that I have to make sure that I'm happy. You know, I want to make sure that, that I'm satisfied. Like you said, I think you're saying is this is our happy house, right? That's what we talked about before.
0: Yeah, and yeah, my saying
1: goes, you know, uh, this is my happy house. And if uh, you're not happy, I'm not the one
0: that's leaving. So.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. So that's cool. Um, since I would say that said he had some great videos to share on his enrollment process. Um, maybe we could have them post them on our page.
0: Yeah, that'd be fine. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And, if and you're I willing
1: to share, share that with if, if Sensei Brenner If you're willing to share that with the entire group, um, why don't you share that on our pages, uh, which is the uh, it's a closed group, by the way, so it's only for school owners, um, and that's the group that you're in right now, Martial Arts School Owner Talk. It's a private group. But um, so you were saying, Dwayne? Yeah, and I actually have gone through
0: and um, dialed in, if you will, to the best of my ability, uh, dialed in our – since you brought up enrollment, our enrollment process. Um, obviously, with uh, the software that we use with Spark, we're able to automate uh, a lot of things. And so there is a, um, a, 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 a six-step video series process that happens. But on top of that – um, there's there's different things that go on. So for instance, when somebody comes in uh, for their first class, I give them a tag, obviously, and then that tag puts them into this automation. Well, one of the first things that happens is they're going to get a video on on our uh, uh, how to download our app and make sure that it's hooked up correctly to our system. And then now you know, let's let 16- point out point out
1: to them that through Spark, what a tag is and what an automation is, because there are people that don't use Spark. So maybe you can explain that
0: a little. Yeah. So if you have some sort of uh, system, whether you're using uh, Spark or if you're using, uh, we like I used to use Entreport, uh, and even before that, I used Infusionsoft. Uh, tags are are meant to uh, je- usually put somebody in some sort of automation.
1: Well, so identify, this particular identify
0: automa- them. Yeah. And so this particular automation uh, mm-hmm. is for a new a new trial student. And so um, they get, like I said, the, the first video right away. And then 60 minutes later, they get a second uh, text and also a, a, a email on, hey, how did Johnny's first class go?" And so it's a survey mm-hmm. for them to fill out that first class survey. And then if they actually fill out that first class survey, then it, it, it gives them another tag that puts them in a different automation that says, "Hey, thanks for filling it out. Uh, you know, by the way, it, you know, share the love. It gives them a video on how to share the love. Why don't you get somebody else to do the trial with? i would like, love to give your friend or a family member a free trial. Yeah. Here's how to do it. Okay. And love so, it. Yeah, so they get, they get that. And then the next day they get um, another video. So the next day they get another video from us um, on, you know, basically the three, three parts of our program. Um, all the way up to, because then there's a total of, of six videos, uh, all the way up to the sixth video is the presentation on the price of the program, you know, and how how that all works. And um, they even, even so much so that, of course, we take them step by step, right? First video talks about the program, what's in it. Next video talks about, um, you know, how to make sure, how you punch in. You can punch in via the app when you show up, or you can punch in on our iPad on the wall. Uh, I t- teach them how to tie their belt, where to put their shoes. I mean, all those things. The third video is just like confidential facts, the confidential facts about, um, uh, Dwayne Brummett's TriStar Martial Arts Academy. And of course, inside of that one, uh, if there are other additional family members, I'm trying to get them on board, uh, to, uh, to join with them. And then like the fourth video, the fourth video goes over the, uh, the private lessons. Uh, how to set up a private lesson if they need a private lesson via the app. It also goes over our school policy and our strike policy. You know, you get a strike for this, you get a strike for this, you can get kicked out for that. I mean, all those things. And then uh, there's another text and email that they get with regards to what we call our discovery session. Uh, The discovery session is basically asking the questions on, you know, what they're looking for out of a martial arts program for their child. Because then the, the last video they get is on the enrollment conference, the price of the program, how the payments work, how our, our, our cancellations work, you know, all those things. And then I have the enrollment conference, usually the day after they get the, the video for, you know, the, how the enrollment conference works. Well, if you remember, two days before that, they did the discovery session. I pull up the discovery session. Uh, and now I learn everything about that individual to talk to them about their child. So when I sit down with them, our, and say, you know, our, Mrs. Jones, I see that you're looking for focus out of your child, um, or, you know, or discipline or whatever it is. Uh, let me ask you a question: What have you seen thus far on the floor uh, that that has helped with that area? You know, that type of thing or whatever it is. And so basically, yeah. you know, she's giving me she's giving me the info that I need
1: right, in right. order yeah, to yeah. She's selling herself you know,
0: actually. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I took time to dial that in. But then not only did I do that for the first person, because my problem was sometimes I'll have two or three family members doing the trial at the same time. So I needed to come up with, you know, and I'm sorry if you can hear that. I'm getting gutters put on the roof. Um, No, I don't hear that. uh, Okay. So the, uh, the second trial member, they don't need to get those videos, but I do want them to get the first-class survey, I do want them to get the discovery session, Uh, and the same thing with third or fourth or fifth family members. So I created those sequences to put them in um, at the same time, but they're not going to get the same messages, and I also made it a little bit different so that the messaging is different. Uh, So it sounds like, uh, you know, the first person, obviously, it talks about them getting their uh, first-class survey, and then the next one is oh, hey, by the way, yes, can you also do that for Little Johnny, too? You know, and then the third one is, oh, and and uh, lastly, can, or, uh, uh, can you do it as well at, or as well for, you know, Little Joey, that type of thing. Right. I love so it. I so it's time so, to actually dial that stuff in, if that makes sense.
1: No, that does, and I was just going to say that. So, like, you know, when some people were – licking their wounds, so to speak, because of this whole COVID situation, just taking time to wallow in this situation, you and I, I were, yeah, well, we did a little bit. You and I, thank God we had each other. I have to say, you know, you call me up and go, hey, what are you doing okay today? And I'm like, yeah, not so good. You know, so we helped each other through a very, yeah, very tough time. And still, like, you know, just like this morning when I was kind of spilling my, my um, you know, my anxiety or fears or, you know, nervousness about my building sale and moving and, you know, that kind of thing and how it's emotional. But anyway, um, so you're saying, though, that you took that time to t- take a look at your programs, reevaluate how your sales process is, lay it out, and get it to a point where you know it's going to be more efficient and more successful, and we learn from our mistakes, so you're fixing all those things. And I've been doing that as well on a lot of my automations, uh, you know, making sure I change the verbiage, um, seeing where people are falling off and they're not, you know, they're, what points they're still missing. Like, I don't know how to tie the belt, so I'm going to go into a real detail. I have a video on how to tie their belt and send that to them and all these little things to make their life easier and uh, make them have a better user experience, so to speak
0: well and i've even taken the time to dial in the onboarding process of right after they become students as well so you know uh obviously you know the six eight six four six or two four six eight ten week
1: ten week 12 week
0: you know yeah all of those things um dialing those in all the way up until um nine months because then after the first nine months i don't do upgrades until the first nine months. So they don't get an action okay. to go into leadership until, you know, for me, okay. they're at least a, uh, 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 an orange belt getting ready to go for their orange or the white stripe. I just, that's the way that I do it. And, that's uh, interesting. Um, yeah. And so, and, and, and part of the reason I do that is because um, I see by that time, that's when their interest starts to kind of wane. And so introducing that opportunity to get into a higher level program kind of gives them that boost. And then by the way, then when they get into my intermediate class, because by that time they're getting ready to move into the intermediate, now they have, now they're in leadership for most of them. And then mm-hmm. be, they're in that for a total of a year as well. Well, by the end of like, about three months before that year is up, or excuse me, yeah, three months before that year is up, Some of them will get an opportunity to be on the storm team, and then that is there to boost, you know, that you know to kind of boost them into the advanced class, if that makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm looking on YouTube Live to see where we're at. What what is it under as far as the listing, like where I could look it up?
0: Uh, It's school owner talk, so you'd have to look. You have to probably type in school owner talk. Uh, for YouTube, I think it's all one word: school or talk.
1: What, without spaces? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Not so. to uh, not to sidetrack. So no, you're um, fine. I'm, I want, I wanted to see how we're doing with that. So that's pretty cool. So um, so now, what have you done that? And I'm almost interviewing you now a little bit, but like, what have you done mentally to change the way? Like, have you had any re um Uh, re-evaluations of the rules and protocol for your business? Are you going to be less tolerant in regards to X, Y, and Z? Are you going to be more uh, stringent on how, you know, you know what I mean? Can you give us a little bit of insight on that too? Because I've found that I'm doing a lot of old school evaluations of how I used to be, you know, and not in a mean way or, you know, hard way, but I'm just kind of looking at how, you know i was less tolerant back in the day and it seemed like those students were much more appreciative because they were following a martial path so what are you what are you doing yes. meaning differently have you gotten anything yeah and
0: and that's part of that onboarding process where they're getting uh different videos and such um that are that are that are you know moving them forward and so one of them is you know look if you're late I, we understand that that happens sometimes if you're late coming into mm-hmm. class that you have to, uh, you have to raise your hand, uh, and ask permission to go into class. You know, you right. just can't walk into class when you're late. And then obviously, along with that, if you have to go to the restroom during class, obviously raise your hand and get permission. But when you come back, you also have to ask permission to walk into class as right. well. You know, so that's one of yeah. the videos that talks about that protocol. Another one talks about, um, that, you know, look, if you're, if you're in the building prior to class start, starting, you're you, what what you have to do is you have to put your stuff away, punch in, and go sit along the wall. There's no running around, and then, you know, if your siblings are there, they can't be running around. They have to be sitting down, uh, you know, paying attention to uh, uh, the rules, and, and part of the rules is keeping, you know, their inside voice on and uh, their outside right. voice off. The other rule is no running in, in the building, even though we have space. It's not a jungle gym. You know, so what I did was I took uh, all of those small little things that that, uh, uh, pissed me off and I put them into videos. Like even, even no standing, no having, you know, no parents, I understand that you're watching your kid and, and, and this isn't true, but I said it this way. I, parents, I know that you're watching your kid intently out on the floor and sometimes you don't see, you know, uh, your other child standing up on the chair next to you or the bench next to you, but I need you I, to make sure that they're not standing up on that bench. Now that's not the case. Usually the parent does see it and they're, they don't even give a crap that they're standing on my Right, right, or, right, right. You know, that type of thing. So, um, yeah, and but I like, just, it's like I when we, those small little things that piss me off. <laughs> just, you know?
1: Yeah. It's like when we have, um, we have that bad kid in class and we go like, oh my God, I love the way you're standing up perfectly straight and listening so well. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, and then they become the good student. We do the same reverse psychology on a, on a parent as well. So, so, yeah, I think I think that for everybody who's listening, um, this is a period of time in your life where you can reevaluate all the things that maybe were getting on your nerves, maybe the things that weren't working so well. Um, and, and I suggest, too, re-eval- reevaluate programs. For example, um, I had some clients that their pet program that they loved with all their heart was Haganah, which is an Israeli combative martial art program similar to Krav Maga. Right. And, um, you know, this program is it took up three or four days on their schedule, but it was very ill attended. I think they only had like three or four people out of their entire enrollment that were paying to do this program. So I said, maybe it's time to get rid of the program as it's as it seems and take it out of your schedule. However, I said, if you really love this Hagana program, why don't you incorporate that into your Black Belt Club? Right. And for all Black Belt Club members, now you have a bunch of them in there, uh, 30 or 40 or 50 or whatever you have. Now they could learn the Haganah program and you kill two birds with one stone, which really I don't like because I'm a vegan. So I don't want to kill any animals. Right. But, (laughs) but, uh, you know, why don't you put it in there and add it in and say, okay, so now all your Black Belt Club members are going to do what you love because you love Haganah you know, that program. So that was a really big milestone for them. And they, they had to see it as not letting it go and axing it and getting rid of it, but repurposing it and using it as a sales tool for their black belt Club. So I think that school owners now should kind of look at their systems and look at their programs. I, um, I did that well, not too long ago with our kickboxing program. Yeah, what were you going to say?
0: I was going to say, uh, we, we did that. Um, we restructured even our curriculum and our pathway up to black belt class, because, uh, you know, you know, like uh, you've been at my school, I have two rooms. My back room is huge. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: and I, I could operate. I really could operate out of the front room if I have to. The only the only time I need the back room really uh, is um, my which is a great problem to have is my black belt class, right. you know, because I, I, I need that room. Uh, for that. Now, if, if, if I didn't have COVID, I could pack everybody into one room. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, yeah. so what I did was, I go, number one, I looked at my lease to see how long I have, um, you know, on my lease. I don't plan on moving, but right. I structured the program so that uh, I don't have to have that back room at all. And, yeah. uh, so when, I, I will make a decision in a year, because I, actually a year and three months, um, is when I need to make the decision and and maybe I might get rid of that back room and that that back yeah. room will save me about 1200 bucks a month uh, by doing that you know what I mean yeah and if I 15, don't, if I don't need when I don't need a year almost uh, yeah and if I don't need it then I don't need it I mean obviously it would only take what uh, seven students to pay that off every single month you know but if or you no know, uh, eight students to pay that off per month, but if I
1: don't really need it, then what's the point? Does that make sense? Right. Totally does. And and I've done that too. Like, listen, I went from, uh, over the years, my one East ISOP location had three floors running simultaneously. My uh, West ISOP school had two floors running simultaneously. Um, and, you know, we would have, you know, we had a very good separation of rank so that, you know, maybe it was a white and yellow belt class or beginner in white and then a yellow and then green and blue, and then purple and brown, and then different age groups, you know, little, mighty, elite, warrior. Um, But I found, too, that, you know, like having all these varieties does does more damage to the school when it comes to burning out instructors, you know, having way too many classes to cover, higher payroll, because now you need three people. You can't, you know, so I I started to convince that, you know, when I first started, I had everyone in one class. That is it. I offered an adult class monday and friday you know and all adults of all ranks would train together and enjoy it and the younger belts would look up to the higher ranks and you know so i um i kind of went back to that model slightly um with our new schedule that just we just released and um we're uh, selectively using certain classes to have mentoring as well where a brown belt kid is in there with a blue and purple belt and that brown belt becomes that helper That model, that role model, and so on. So, yeah, again, back to uh, these people that are looking at their programs, they should certainly reevaluate without a doubt. Yeah, and that's what we did. That's awesome. So, now um, we're getting a lot of comments from our YouTube people. I don't see who they are. Thought it was uh, maybe Sensei Brenner, and then it says YouTube user, YouTube user. So one of the comments was great. It said uh, you can cultivate two strawberry patches with one rake. Um, you know, and uh, you know, I like that that statement because uh, that's kind of what I'm doing now, where I combine my two locations together, and um, and you know, where I used to not have the buy-in from my East up location and my West Iceland location, they wouldn't travel to each location. I wanted to always mix them together. So we had one big happy family. Um, and uh, now, now we do, and, and we're all going to be together on the mat together. Right. So it's not that East up West Iceland. We used to make it sound like it was a gang rivalry. East Iceland, West Iceland, made you it know, with the fingers. Um, but yeah, so that was so Rick cool. Kellerman so, that, that said that that was on Facebook. Rick Kellerman. Oh, oh, cool. Very cool. So um, he's a great guy, a good friend of mine. And, in fact, he's reopening a, a new location during this whole COVID thing. He actually moved his location and is building a brand-new, bigger school um, uh, during this time. So it's interesting. For some, it's really made a big difference in their lives. Um, so what else do you think, Dwayne? Like, for example, like, let's, let's go over some business rules. Have you changed any of your business rules? Are you doing, you know, how, how are you freezing membership? Um, you know what are you doing and so on and so forth. I think that our live video for Facebook it says the live video has just ended.
0: Yeah, I see that.
1: I don't know why.
0: Maybe maybe I shouldn't uh, broadcast on both, huh?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It shouldn't have uh, ended, but um, do you want to restart the video and do another yeah, one I of, won't. or? It'll just be a separate video. Right. Yep. Yeah.
0: Let me hit – let me – yeah, give me a second here. Let me reset this and see what happens.
1: Yeah. And, of course, Um, we're recording live. Sorry about – you know, for the people who are listening listening on audio, bear with us a minute um, because uh, technology sometimes can be a real pain in the butt.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I I apologize. I know that you just asked me a question, but I really wasn't paying attention.
1: So what was the question? That's okay. Something uh, came up. The question was, uh, and maybe we should wait to answer it, but there was, and uh, it's funny because now I'm seeing a whole bunch of different people now that are commenting on our page. that just showed up now for, you know, during the broadcast. But but anyway, so uh, my question for you was that um, do you have any business rules that you've changed? Are you making people stick to their contracts now that we're out of some somewhat out of covid are you putting people on pause are you taking your memberships that are aren't on pause um out of you know pause at a certain time like what are some of the things that you're doing
0: yeah um so we obviously when covid hit uh the individuals that that asked for us to you know put their put their uh, you know stuff on pause. We did that. Right. Right. And so um, what was it? Back in September, back in September, we went ahead and um, contacted those individuals. Uh, no, no, excuse me. End of August. We contacted those individuals that have been on hold. And what I did was I created an automation via Spark and some rules. So obviously I called it COVID on hold, what are you doing, (laughs) Okay, you know, type thing on my end, on my end. And then they basically had three choices. Number one, they could choose to say, uh, yep, we're ready to come back in.
1: And if they chose
0: that one, then on the back end, it would give them a tag that would tell us to do some work, right, call them up, get them back in. The other one would say, uh, no, we want to stay on hold for another month, contact us, you know, next month. And then it would do that as yeah. well. It would let us know that they, you know, are on hold for another month. And then lastly, it would say, no, we're not, you know, we're, we're going to cancel our membership. And then it would obviously give them another tag, and then that tag would set them another automation that would send them the cancellation form. Does that kind of make sense? So and I've got – um,
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, so – um... But did you like, did you give them a time period where they can, are they still, for example, like, are they still able to just say, Dwayne, cancel me? I I decided we're not going to do this anymore. Cancel me. You're going to let them out. No problem. No follow up. No no cancellation fee. You're just going to be a kind hearted person and let them out.
0: Well, and it's not necessarily me just being kind-hearted. Uh, understand that uh, uh, or remind the listeners the fact that I myself, I
1: can hear your computer in the back, man. That, that's funny, yeah, because I'm muting my microphone on the other thing, but I'm watching it and I'm hearing it through my headpiece. Yeah, <laughs> i got to yeah. mute them both next so, time.
0: Yeah, so um, – Let's see. Uh, what, what, what the heck were we talking about? The, oh, the, the on-holds. Yeah, you're, you're uh, muted right now on yes. your earpiece, yes. by the way. Um, um, so on-holds, um, you know, I, see, I just remind everybody, I don't do um, contracts with, with uh, you know, those people. So it's, it's uh, next month's notice to cancel. So, no, I, I've not held okay. anybody to
1: anything. They're just done. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I had a bunch of people that, you know, every month, by the way, during COVID, so March, we were in COVID on the 15th. um, I sent out a notice and said, listen, if anyone's struggling financially, blah, 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 just let me know. And we're going to let you continue to train and I'll pause your membership. Um, And then, you know, the following month, I did it again, the following month, I did it again. And it's kind of funny how people were so out of sight, out of mind, where they didn't even bother to read my email. So then they got mad at me. A few of them, not many, but a few said, I can't believe the way you handle things and you continue to charge us. And I'm like, I sent out five emails and, and like 25 text messages asking you if you needed to have your membership put on hold. And uh, you never got back to me. Like, oh, well, we, we hadn't been training, so we didn't read your emails. I'm like, I don't know what you what I could have done more of other than smoke signals to communicate. Um, but uh, So that was a, a big thing. But I, I noticed too now with, um, you know, us coming back, there's still those people that are fearful that there's going to be another shutdown, right? So I think some of the people are waiting to see if that other shutdown happens before they commit to coming back in person, the ones that are really afraid. But I would say 90% of the people that are paying in my school that are, they're back to training in live, some capacity of live classes and Zoom classes together. So that's right. a good thing. But I'm still questionable, like certain people now that have been back to the Zoom classes, they're, you know, they're like, oh, I don't know, we're busy. We'd like to cancel our agreement. I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm going to allow them to cancel their agreement now because COVID has leveled off where so we have a system in place and you know the system, our classes are running. Um, so I'm not sure whether I'm going to just let people bail without any recourse whatsoever. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah. Look, I I, I I I would let him go, but that's just me, you know. Yeah. But I don't
0: also have them do contracts either. So if you've yeah. got a contract, you know, I guess my other thing is if they if they really want to push it, can can, you know, can they take it to court with the whole COVID thing and, and win? And then it is is it even worth your time then at that point?
1: Yeah, and I wonder, like you know, and and you're right, Dwayne. You know, there is a portion of me, and and I used to be a lot different, right? You know me. I was like the guy. People didn't pay. I'm taking them to small claims court. I'm suing for the money because, listen, we signed an agreement. They got multiple uniforms. They got everything they were promised. Um, but now I'm kind of like much more like people are like one of the parents. Uh, my, We can't make it to the class time that you have. I'm like, well, come to the later class. Your kid could be in that class with the older kids. No, we don't want him in that class. I'm like, but trust me, he could do it. Not what we don't want him to do it. I'm like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> see you later. Don't come anymore. Like almost like if that's what you want, see you later. Like, I don't want to stress over it. That's kind of like my new motto. You know, my old motto was, you know, low low stress, high quality, high profit, right? It's still the same thing. But even though I said low stress, high quality, high profit, it was high stress, high quality, high profit. So now I'm kind of using my own advice and saying, you know, I don't want to kill myself. I don't want to stress over. I don't want I – I don't sleep well as it is um, just because my mind is always racing. So I don't want to have that. So. Well –
0: yeah, and, 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 and you've, you've kind of taken an approach that uh, I think I do, even with regards to sales, is, you know, I, I do an assumptive close. You know, when I right. sit down with somebody, you know, I'll just say, you know, look, tell me what you like best about the program so far. Did you right. watch the last video on the enrollment conference? Right. Okay, so yes, great. Do you have any questions on how uh, we do the payments? no I don't okay what what card would you like to use would you like to use a debit or credit card right I mean that's the perfect scenario and I will tell you you know I don't know 60% of the time I, I mean off the top of my head 60% of the time you know 50% of the time that's how it yeah. goes uh, the other you know 40 to 50% of the time is oh no I didn't get to watch it okay well the price of our program is all inclusive then go through the whole spiel you know yeah Um, and and then you know I asked them, which, which card would you like to use? Oh, I just, you know, I, I, I can't afford it. All right, not a problem. You know, if it changes, I really want them to do it. You know, I really want them to get into it. I just can't afford it. No, I, you know, look, I totally understand if This isn't the right time or the right opportunity. We're not going anywhere. You know, right. your son or your daughter was a was was a great student. i love to have them. You know, when, when things get to, in a position that you want to do it, reach out to me and, and uh, I'll give you the same deal.
1: Have you ever offered uh, an idea to those parents about gifting um, where uh, yes. a person can't afford it? I say, hey, listen, I don't know. It's, listen, it's October. Um, Christmas is right around the corner. Maybe ask mom or grandma or an uncle or an aunt that's going to buy that next ugly sweater or stupid video game. Yeah. Maybe they chip in a month of tuition or half a month of tuition to help you oh, out. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah and that yeah. sometimes and helps the people. They don't they even think of that. Any. Yeah, right. I'm just giving you the fast version. But right, yeah, right. we uh, even
0: all the way down to the weekly payment. You know, now they will have a weekly right. payment. Of course, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, one fifty six twenty three. Uh, but what you know? Would it be easier if we did uh, thirty seven dollars a week? You know, we can right. pick the, the day of the week that you want it to come out. You know.
1: Yeah. Uh, most, people of our, are budget, most of our most budget. of our
0: clients are budget conscious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you can make it fit their budget. Clients like to do it on a Friday every single month. You know, or every single yeah. every single week. And then I right. do have to remind them, I will say, now just remember that, you know, we, like, like we've talked about in one of the videos, that we, we do close for different holidays and, and we are closed, you know, two weeks in, in, uh, uh, in December. Your payments will still come out because uh, it's what, what I did was I took the amount and, and, and times it by 12 and divided it by 52, and now you're paying the $37 a week.
1: Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Cause they might think, Hey, I'm not going, why should I pay? Right. right. So you got to explain that it's, it's a budget. It's like, you you don't, you might not use your car because you're on vacation in Florida, um, but you're still going to pay your car payment kind of thing. So yeah. one last thing cool. is like, I, I also, when we were talking about reevaluating leadership team or SWAT team or all of that stuff, um, I also um, reevaluated how I present my Black Belt Club. Cause in my school, Um, My Black Boat Club is a one class a month, last Monday of the month, and then they get three seminars a year with guest instructors, and then they get the special uniform and 10% off on all their gear. Um, But some people won't join Black Boat Club because I I probably would rename it if I ever did it again and, and I could start over. I'd call it something like the elite training team or something like that. Um, but my BBC, my Black Belt Club, too, is a mandatory for anyone who's purple belt and above. So my struggle that I've always had was people say, well, we can't come on Mondays. And I said, I know, but all purple belts and above must be in the Black Belt Club. They get to wear the heavyweight key. That's what black belts wear, um, and so on. And I'm like, even if you only come six times a year, it's still worth the price, but people give me that that struggle where they don't want to do it. So I said, uh, now I've changed it to being purple belt and above tuition is the 169 and for that you get normal classes and you get an added bonus of being in the black book club but no matter what when you get to purple belt your tuition goes up to the 169. so that's a re so what I'm, my basic point is is re-presenting the program where people understand it differently where they're not gonna you know nickel and dime it where they're not going to um, fight it they're not going to feel cheated they're not going to feel i um, bullied into um, just knowing that this is the price. And, and, again, even at my 169 rate, I'm way cheaper than any other of the BJJ schools and some of the other schools that their basic price is 189 a week, $179 a yeah, week. But price, right? I mean, but
0: yeah, but price really doesn't matter at that time. I mean, it does to a certain degree, but it doesn't really matter at that time if you've built up the value right. enough, you know. I mean, exactly. you know that. Um I had uh, two people that started last night for their trial. It's a it's a uh, like a 6-year-old and and then I think a 9-year-old, they're both from the same family. When I got done teaching last night, the the, the mom was talking to me and and uh, she's got five kids in total. And uh she said I I know that you're the she said this to me. I know you're the most expensive in town. She said, "But um I've heard so many good things about you." And after watching your your program here, my kids are going to come here. Right. You know, so it's just, you know, it's building up that value. Um, And then, you know, I I will say that I used to have a black belt club. And when I was a coaching client of Stephen Oliver's, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he encouraged me to change the name from black belt club to leadership. Right. And, the, the the biggest is the biggest reason is just because that was a, a mindset shift uh, you know from the, the the parents' perspective or even from the students' perspective they're going to learn leadership right, right right and so people will pay money to learn leadership and right. so that's why I switched it to that name um, and then my my storm team has always been called a storm team anyway so I never had to switch that um, right. You know, but but I guess if you were asking me advice, which you aren't, but I'm going to give it anyways, is I know you have a leadership team. I'm wondering if you changed the name from Black Belt Club to leadership and then changed your Black Belt Club, or excuse me, your leadership to a different name, you know. Um, And and maybe you don't have to use Storm or or SWAT, but you can use something different.
1: Yeah, our Black Belt Club is more about specialty training, uh, like, seminars, you know, in, in with guest instructors and things like that, that's an added advantage. However, I do agree with you. The name has always been an issue because just alone having Black Belt Club and they're not a Black Belt, they think like, well, I can't do this. I'm not a Black Belt. We're not ready for that. We're not near Black Belt. So, uh, yeah, but I, I'm definitely, without a doubt, I'll take that under consideration because I'm definitely shifting uh, you know, the mindset. That's what I will people tell have to you. understand.
0: I will tell you. I mean, you got to be careful with this because I don't know if it it's it's totally, but I do like Rose, Roland Osborne's uh, uh, martial arts athlete idea. You know, being a right. martial arts athlete. So if if, right. if it's more about being a you know an athlete, then maybe it it is you know uh, it's yeah. the you know it's the n- ninja athlete, right, practice, right? Right. Or or you right. know what I'm saying. Definitely. I I definitely
1: agree. Yeah, it's about packaging and and that's why I said like I don't want it to be in their mind like something that is optional that if they're not going to take advantage of it, they feel like they're being forced to pay it anyway. However, if I and by the way, I think Melody Schumann used to do this, uh, who's a consultant who runs skills and all the other programs, right? She, um, she used to have different levels of price based on the belt level that they were at. So, like, between white and yellow, they were X amount of price. And then yellow to green to blue, their price went up. And then blue to purple to brown, their price went up. And then at black belt, they paid more based on the instruction. Um, you know, so uh, that that's not such well, a... she
0: also... Yeah, and she also had it where if if you were on demo team, you were only com- you were only doing demo team for a year, like you you committed for a year, and then your add-on price would only be this much for that year. Uh, right. And then competition team she had uh, as well, or leadership team as well, you know, whatever right. it was, uh, but you were only making a a, a commitment for that one year. The, Right, I mean, and I, I that's what so. I do as
1: well in my school. The demo team, they, they do it for the year, and then they renew in January. Uh, unfortunately, this year, my team has been dry because they haven't had any tournaments to compete in, um, but they're still getting practices, so they get an extra four classes a month for being in the demo team, and I only charge them 250 for the year additionally, and they what actually could go out and get sponsorships.
0: What about your Black Belt Club? Um, and I don't know if it fits into your schedule, but see, I used to do that, too, where my Black Belt Club was, you know, two times a month, and it was, you know, a Saturday, uh, or right. or if it was every Saturday. I don't remember I don't remember anymore. Yeah. But that's, again, uh, like Stephen Oliver talked to me, he goes, why don't you just add 15 minutes to the end of every class that has leadership opportunities? And that was the best yeah. thing that I ever
1: did with regards to that, where I added in that I, 15 minutes. I actually were, when I figured this out initially, I actually did it, and um, I did it from a different perspective. So, we uh, have the last Monday, only one Monday of the month, and then all classes are canceled for all regular members. So, um, we, we don't add on extra classes to our workload or our schedule. We just say that all normal members, they don't come on the last Monday of the month unless they're in Black Belt Club. And that that day is set aside for Black Club training so that it's not really adding much time or effort onto the program. And it's fun. Like we just did Black Club on uh, the last last Monday. It was we did archery and we did it um, in the in the darkening of night into the dark by flashlight. It was very cool. Um, so we, we taught I even had my student who did really, really well in the dark because he's blind, <laughs> and he was shooting archery. Um, he doesn't use it by vision. He goes by direction and target sound. Um, and he's able to shoot the archery. So yeah, we do a lot of specialty training like that. That's what my black club really is. I had guys like Kenny Bigby come in and people like that. So it's just like an advanced level of training because people want to notch it up a bit, you know, that kind of thing, get, and get all the bells and whistles. So that's, but, but I, I, love some of the ideas and I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So, so listen, we're almost out of time, uh, I don't know why Facebook bumped us off, but uh, some of the people came back in and, and they're still on there with us. So, um, but uh, we, we only had like a half a video or whatever it was on YouTube. We got to figure that out because that's pretty cool that we were up on YouTube.
0: Yeah. So, and uh, look, uh, we, I know we talked about Spark as one of our sponsors. You know, don't forget that we got Lead Hunter Media. Um, I want to do a shout out to Gus uh, Lopez with Lead Hunter Media. Uh, since, what did I tell you before we got on? Uh, the 19th or 18th? I think it was the 18th. Since the 18th of last month, we, we uh, kind of optimized and switched our ads over. Uh, we have 38 leads, and it hasn't even been a full 30 days yet.
1: So the 18th so, would give you one, two, technically two and a half weeks, not even.
0: Okay. Okay. And
1: you've done so 38 30 leads. leads. Wow, 40 38. leads. 38. Almost. almost. Crazy.
0: Almost, yeah. So yeah. And, uh, and, if you're looking to, if you're looking to uh, up your game in Facebook, um, and this is coming from an individual that has, I mean, years ago I used to do it. And then I was right. like, man, they're changing things. And so I got out of it. And, and uh, last two, maybe last year, last year in the summertime i tried it i had a little bit of traction and then after that like i couldn't get anything to work and that's when we hired right. G- uh, gus um it was i think last september when we started with gus so it's been yep. a full year now with him and um, that's not to great. mention like even during COVID, and, and like what was it april i think i had like almost 50 leads in april just for my virtual classes um because of him yeah so uh, and and as, as
1: as a plug to him, okay. though, too, the one thing I like about him is that he's not he's custom custom tailoring every one of his sales uh, his his sales funnels or lead generation kits to each one of our schools. I've seen a lot of these Facebook guys is very generic. They just basically plug you into the model, and they just keep on plugging schools into the same model, same ad, same styles. What I do love about Gus and uh, and and really makes a difference is he will figure out what works and what doesn't work, and through a good communication network with us, he'll be like, hey Dwayne, hey Allie, you know what's going on? Are you getting leads, or you know, where he sees the leads, and if he doesn't see leads as busy as he'd like that are coming in, he's able to tweak it and fix it and so on. So I know that um, uh, since they Solomon Brender, uh, he actually uh, just had a meeting with Gus and, and chatted with him. So I don't know if he's going to work with him, but. Um, but yeah, so Gus is doing a great job. So we had Spark as one of our sponsors, Lead Hunter Media, Elite Insights, which is the website company, yeah. my website company, um, that uh, we do custom-tailored websites, not landing pages, not generic websites, but literally take the essence of the school. So there are some people out there that are giving away free websites now and uh, some companies, um, but they're more of a sales page style website and I spoke to one of the owners of that company and um, they said, yeah, but your sites are customized. They're the brand identity. They have all the information that you really want for people to get to know who you are and what you do for real. And that's how we build sites, their colors, their logos, their ideals, you know, their virtues and so on. Um, And then the last thing is you're also doing health and wellness, right, for people and you've helped a lot of people so far. Um, coaching them on how to get in the best physical shape of their lives, um, diet down, lose weight, eat healthy. Well, how can they get in touch with you on that?
0: Yeah, I mean you can just private message me on that. You know, I've had a few people okay. from our uh, that listen to our podcast reach out to me, and, and so yeah,
1: that's great. That's great. I know, you know that look, my friend... uh, we as
0: martial artists, we as martial artists, you know, there's a if we if we're not in shape, there's a credibility gap. Right. Right? When you're sitting there talking to somebody and your your stomach is between you and them and you're talking about how you're gonna get their kid up and moving and you look like you right. haven't been up and moving in months or years sometimes, you know, there's a yeah. problem with that. Right? right.
1: Exactly. So I love the fact that you're living the lifestyle and you're teaching other school owners. And listen, it's not easy. As you get older, it's not easy to keep the weight off and you know, you don't train as much and you teach more and then you come home and you're all exhausted and people like my doctor would say, oh, you're a martial art teacher. You're in great shape. I'm like, that doesn't mean you're in great shape. You could walk around pointing your finger all day long and not do one jumping jack. And even though you're walking a lot, that's true, you'll get your steps in. You're not always um, the healthiest because you're, you're not forced to work out like you used to be as a student. So your program helps those instructors that want to get back to that weight, get back to that health, get back to that energy level, right? Like my one friend who's on the same program, he's also a coach like you are in this program, he's lost a hundred pounds. I mean, he's literally went from, ha- it's almost like he carried a small person, like a supermodel around with him in a backpack. You know, a hundred pound <laughs> supermodel all day long. Like, you know, like, okay, when is she ever getting out? Um, but, uh, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, a hundred pounds. I have a good friend, uh, you know him. Uh, but Uh And he's always got injuries and back problems, but he's overweight. I think that the minute they start losing weight, a lot of these injuries, these back problems, these knee problems go away because your body's saying, listen, I was meant to carry a 170-pound guy or 150-pound guy, but you're, you've got a 400-pound guy on me now. I need the yeah, break, yeah. you know? So we have to repair our bodies, and that's what you're helping people with. So anyway, uh, I, I think you know, it's awesome. I was going to – We'll end here, but
0: I'm just going to tell you real quick, since you brought that up, uh, I I actually went back on my videos for, you know, like when somebody becomes a member. Or or not when they become a member, when they're they're going through the trial process, those videos I talked about. Um, I I went back and reshot those videos because there's a night and day difference between how I look. Yeah. You know, and and, and I
1: don't want them to see me that way. Yeah. That's cool, dude. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. That's a great job. So, all right, great. So, everybody, listen, tune in every week. Please share our posts if you can, or at least tell people to join our group at Martial Arts School Owner Talk, because it is a closed group for the protection of school owners, because we're sharing vital information, although we do put it up on YouTube, so then the general person could watch it there. Um, however, um, you know, we're sharing how to be the best martial art business owner for your students you could ever be. This is not sales gimmicks and sales training and tricky systems. This is honest integrity in the martial arts so that you follow those three systems, high quality, um, you know, uh, high profitability and low stress in your business. I hope you guys enjoyed the call today. And, Dwayne, it's good to be back with you. And I look forward to seeing you next week.
0: Yeah, and I just want to remind everybody, two weeks ago we did uh, uh, that ELF um, podcast so if you didn't listen to that one it talks about your business being easy lucrative and fun kind of goes along with your you know uh, low stress high profit high, high uh, um, um, quality.
1: quality quality yes Yeah. awesome dude alright you have a great day everybody talk to you all soon yeah, alright bye sir all right, sayonara